Hi everyone, welcome. This is episode three, season three of the Akashic Podcast. The Akashic Records 3.0. And episodes on the Akashic Records have really become the milestone point for me because every year is full of experiences and every year I bring something different. There's an expansion of the consciousness that happens uh, year in and year out and you start to go ahead and see things a different way. Something such as the Akashic Records that was such a such a thing and such an overwhelming experience uh, now that it's part of my daily life it, it takes on a different view so I'm, I'm excited to share this episode with you as well as address some questions um, I do feel that there was some confusion from the episode last year when I talked about teaching and learning so we're gonna go ahead and and uh, clear some of those today and then at the same time, I do have some of the questions that you guys email me and ask me on Instagram and ask me on Facebook. Uh, so I hope I can do some justice to those. And the way we're going to go ahead and uh, structure this is I'm going to give you a definition of the Akashic Records again for the third time. Then I'm going to talk about reading Akashic Records. Then I'm also going to talk about the nuances that come with reading Akashic Records. And this is all in my tradition and the way I learn and the way I do things. Some people might do things differently and that's great. Uh, then I'm going to jump through some of your questions and uh, then I am going to talk to you about the workshop that you guys have been asking me to teach again. Uh, I taught it at the very beginning of my uh, spiritual journey, uh, many, many places. I, I traveled, I taught online, it was, it was amazing. Um, I've been sidestepping the topic at this time and I'll tell you why. And then I'll give you your guidance and then we'll kind of sort of uh, sum it all up together. So it'll be it'll be a nice episode. I'm still going to go very high level um, and we'll cover a lot of the stuff at the workshop because I could sit here with you for three hours and go over all the stuff. But it's better in a communication setting than it is just in a podcast. But here we're going to hit some nuances. We're going to get you thinking. We're going to get you researching. And if you feel called to take the workshop with me, then we're going to take you to a completely different side to a more applied aspect. So thank you for joining me today. This is the Akashic Podcast. And let's get started. All right, so let's talk about the Akashic Records. Where are the Akashic Records? If I just pop the Akashic Records into Google, we are gonna get in the religion of theosophy and the philosophical school called Anthroposophy. The Akashic Records are a compendium of all universal events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intent ever to have occurred in the past, present, or future in terms of all entities, life forms, not just human. So that is a lot. So then with that, what I told you a few years ago is that the Akashic Records were the memories of the soul as it went from place to place, dimension through dimension, incarnation through incarnation. And then what I told you last year is that the Akashic Records were a frequency. A frequency, not a place, a frequency that one can access in order to go ahead and access 
the universal memories that are ever present and that are ever recorded. So if we take everything together, then we can say that the Akashic records are the universal memory of everything. And this is where your first nuance is going to come into play. This is where the principle of mentalism comes in. Because if we are a creation of a mind, 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 and that there's eventually a source, that when you continue to go back, it's always a creation of a creation of a creation of a creation, then all of that has a memory. And every creation is different because every creation has individuality. Because the creator experiences itself, the creating universe experiences itself through itself in different ways, shapes, and forms, then the Akashic records hold the memories of everything. And the way I see the Akashic records more nowadays, um, we need to understand the principle of correspondence and to what is above, so below. I want you to look at this principle and see it just beyond a quote that you post on Instagram and say, well, that's above, so below. I'm a spirit and I'm, and I'm, a, and I'm a human. Let's look at it a little bit deeper. Let's look at the below first. In the below, which is the physical universe, you have memories. I'm going to have you take two seconds right now and think about your most memorable memory. Go. So I ask you to do this exercise and the memory comes, whatever that might be. Maybe your high school graduation, your college graduation, your best wrestling match, some trip, some this or some that. So that comes up. It's a memory recall, right? That is at the physical level. So then, what is up, what is below has to match what is above. So if we say that above in the highest of frequencies is the soul, then the soul has the same recall power that you do in the physical. However, the physical experience is impermanent. The physical experience ends. So that's why you can only go back to your most memorable moment being in this life. If you ask a soul to go back to its most memorable moment, then you may be going back to a past life. You may be going back to a different dimension. You may be going back to something that the physical mind or the physical memory bank may not be able to fathom. Because the Akashic records are the memory of everything at every different level and in every different dimension. So right now, if your name is Joe Johnson, and then you pass away, you go back into the ether, then you take on another uh, life, and then Joe Johnson, when Joe Johnson died, Joe Johnson had an attachment to, I don't know, uh, money, for example. So when Joe Johnson takes... Uh, their next incarnation, they're probably going to take their attachment to money with them. So then they'll go to a reader 
And then when we, when the reader makes that soul to soul connection, it's like, well, actually, your issue with financials here goes back beyond your new name now, Paul Peters. It goes back to when you were maybe Joe Johnson. And Joe Johnson had this issue with money. So that's when you start to see a soul recall. And you can start to connect to the Akashic Records at um, at a past life level. So it's the compendium of memories of the soul that transcend time and space. So there's no limit to what is held in the Akashic Records. Anything and everything is held there, consciously and unconsciously. The Akashic Records, each one of your experiences are actually what weaves the flower of life. So I'll have you take another minute and I'll have you go Google the flower of life. Or if you have an image of the flower of life in front of you, maybe in your office or maybe nearby, uh, because that's part of your work or part of your tradition. When you look at the flower of life, you'll realize that the flower of life, where those lines meet, you have a node. Each one of those nodes is an experience. So anytime you're accessing the Akashic Records at the soul level, you're tapping into those nodes. And each one of those nodes and experiences are what weaves the flower of life and creates the ultimate universal experience. So the Akashic Records are a big part of that individual creation of the flower of life and the universe experiencing itself. So in this whole rant that I just gave you for the past seven minutes, what we can come up to is that the Akashic Records are the universal memory of the creating mind. And this universal memory travels travels beyond time and space. It's, it's unlimited. And just like you have a physical memory, you have that spiritual memory. And that spiritual memory goes beyond what we may understand right now. Um, and the key to make that connection, the key to access the memories of the soul is obviously your connection with the above, your connection with your higher self. Here's another nuance that I'll talk about. The higher self connection is the key to the Akashic Records. I said it to you three years ago, and I will say it to you again. The higher self is the self, the aspect of the self that holds the book of life for you. When I make a connection to you in an Akashic Record reading, my higher self is asking your higher self to go ahead and open up the book for us and see what you yourself, um, Susie, are going through right now and why is it so transcendental? What in the Akashic Records, what in the memories of the soul is manifesting right now for you? Because these memories is just like the physical trauma that we experience in this life. I mean, we don't have to call it trauma, the physical experiences that we experience in this life. If I have something that had had such an impact on me um, at an earlier age, say as a child, and it continues to chase me as an adult, the same thing happens for you as a soul. If you had a very traumatic experience, 
in another life, it will continue to manifest itself in the next set of lives. It doesn't. It doesn't change. It's just when the when the memory is ready to come forward, and that's where you're gonna start to hit synchronicities, right? So if I'm working with my attachment through money, then um, we'll do uh, an akashic session. And if it comes up that it's a past life issue, then I mean you can flirt with the regression. But if not, we can work through some of the past life stuff. And it's like, well, you know, I feel or I see, and this is what I'm seeing that here is where your issue with abundance really starts. Um, and then that's how we integrate timelines. So it's always an integration of the soul memory with the physical memory that happens in the present. And sorry, I just uh, went off went off base again. I'm very excited to talk about this. So let's do it again. The Akashic Records are uh, the memories of the soul that transcend time and space. And when the soul is ready, it will remember those memories to go ahead and unify them in whatever dimension the soul is playing at the moment. So if you are here on Earth, then it'll be in your human narrative. If you and I are meeting each other in Andromeda, then it'll be in your Andromeda self. If you and I are meeting each other in Atlantis, then you and I are probably having an initiation in one of the temples that we've had before. So it it's always going to be at the right time, in the right space, when the soul is ready to remember and engage with that memory. So one of the questions that, that I got uh, that I think drew some confusion last time is, well, can anyone just read Akashic Records? Well, absolutely. Anyone, anyone can do this. Like this isn't like this, this magical power or, or like this magical gift that only certain people get. Um, it isn't, it isn't about that. Um, one thing in my tradition, one thing that I believe very deeply is that there are certain nuances that you need to understand um, before you start to step a little bit deeper into this. I mean, dabbling in the meditations, I think that's awesome, uh, which is how I start at the very beginning with Akashic meditations uh, through a very lovely uh, lady in Spain, Pilar, uh, who taught me a whole bunch. And, um, and then when you start to take the next steps, is you need to understand certain nuances. Uh, I really, really focus on the nuances um, because let's take an example here. So I go into an Akashic meditation and I don't per se get an exact storyline. I don't get a past life. I don't get an exact storyline. I just get a very symbolic experience, right? Uh, let's say, I don't know, for example, um, a tree and I get cut down and that's what I need to know today. Well, a uh, few things are going to happen here. If I'm a tree and I get cut down, that's what I need to know today. I'm going to go, well, what the fuck? That's going to be the first thing. And then I'm going to start to doubt and I'm going to start to question whether I'm doing this right or wrong. The moment I step into whether I'm doing this right or wrong, 
at that point I have unengaged from the highest perspective and now I'm starting to build my own narrative which is valid but then if I go ahead and know and understand the hermetic principle of mentalism and I know that this whole reality is imagination based because we are imagined from an imagination of an imagination of an imagination so right away I accept that my visual is valid because I understand the principle of mentalism then I need to understand understand the nuance of as above so below I need to understand the the nuance that this is perhaps not a memory of this lifetime this is a memory of something else and it's something that the soul is trying to teach me something that the soul is trying to teach me and is trying to show me so then I have to go ahead and go through this symbology of me getting cut down as a tree and I have to dive just a little bit deeper into it well what does a tree signify for me well um, it, de- it depends right so if I take a look at a tree okay and which part of the tree got cut down did it get cut down at the trunk so then am I not rooted enough or is it time for me to unroot from my old belief system and I need to be taken down and transported elsewhere to change my purpose and what I'm meant to do so then sometimes what happens at the very beginning if we don't know those nuances and we don't step into the theoretical underpinnings of certain things, then we end up spinning into confusion. Um, I I receive upteenth emails a day. Um, some of the people think probably that I'm an asshole, and that's fine. Uh, because it's like, well, I tried this method, and I tried to do this, and this is what I see. And because I don't give a, a straight answer and a full interpretation, I start to engage in the Socratic method. And it's like, well, what does this mean? Well, what does that mean for you? Because I I can't gauge someone's just level of understanding from, a, you know, paragraph email telling me about this experience. So I have to get those nuances out with a series of questioning. So that's... Um, So to start dabbling and exploring, you don't need anyone to teach you. But when you want to do this at a little bit more serious level and you really want to get that accuracy and you want to get that soul-to-soul connection um, with other people and the connection to your own soul, understanding those nuances is important. That's why I always recommend um, connecting with someone that teaches this stuff and then work through your intuition with that. There are upteenth perspectives in the universe there are up teachers teaching akashic records so find someone that that resonates with you i mean you could be listening to my episode but what i'm saying may not resonate with you and that's fine you don't have to come and take my workshop so but maybe it does maybe you want to come talk about the seven hermetic principles maybe you want to go ahead and come um talked about us above so below and understanding the concept of trinity and the way the memories of the soul develop so it's uh it's a stuff like that so do you need absolutely someone to teach you no you can keep on teaching yourself but if you want to grow if you want to expand from just the just whatever your own limitations are then yeah someone to help you through those nuances is is very important 
uh, like I've shared with everyone here before, I learned from seven different people. Each one of those seven people taught me a very useful and unique perspective. And when I teach, I teach you seven perspectives. I teach you seven perspectives and each one speaks to you at a certain octave. And it hits the octave that it's supposed to hit for you. Um, everyone does it their own way. So, so yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to say about nuances and understanding the nuances of that.
So then I'm just going to go through some of the questions that, that you guys sent me here that I haven't addressed in the episode. And the first one is like, well, well where does all of the knowledge come from? Um, that, that is a, it's a very broad question and it's a, it's a good question. Um, outside of, of books, outside of the written word, you are going to find that depending on depending on who you are when you are someone that is like me for example that that thrives on knowledge and communicates and this and that then the a lot of the knowledge and information i have received from the akashic record itself so when i have opened the akashic records of egypt the akashic records of the Essenes, the akashic records of lemuria the Akashic records of atlantis all that information has has come forward um, even on these theoretical underpinnings that I learned from books and reading a lot, there is an Akashic record to that theoretical underpinning. And when you peel the layers back and you ask and you um, enter the higher perspective, then you start to see a lot of the background that came into stepping into that frame of thinking and into that understanding. So the knowledge 
has always been there. They're the memories of everything, the memories of the universe, and they're there. They're free from the taking if you are willing to understand, if you are willing to engage, if you are willing to accept them and work with them. Because sometimes what happens here is we are not willing to accept a narrative that we are being given in the Akashic Records because no one else has talked about Because everyone, let's say, for example, agreed that um, X chakra of the earth was in Egypt. And, you know, because we have always held Egypt to such a high regard because of it being a power place, then no one will say anything else. No one will tell you that Newfoundland, Canada, mistaken point, is going to be where the heart of the earth is going to be, um, is going to be uh, held come 2024. No one's going to tell you that because it hasn't been said and it hasn't been agreed upon by, quote-unquote, everyone and their mother. So then you get stuck in that same knowledge that becomes the staple forever and ever. And that's what happens. That's why a lot of people who have great narratives and they have great understandings of the universe will not share it because it hasn't been said. So they're waiting for someone to agree with them or someone to validate them to understand that. Uh, so that's more or less when we talk about the knowledge. The knowledge comes from the universe itself. All of this stuff is free for the taking. And you have to remember that the universe is mental. The universe is imagined. Your narrative is the narrative that you want it to be. If your narrative is aliens versus humans or aliens versus aliens, that's the correct narrative. Even if some people make fun of stuff like me. Um, that's the correct narrative because that's the narrative that you understand and that's the narrative which you see perspective. So the work here is to respect your narrative and respect and honor what you're receiving. Because if you continue to question it, then why would the universe keep on working and co-creating with you if you continue to question it and not do anything with it? Uh, another question here. How to distinguish if someone is accessing the records or not. You're always in the record. If the records are the memories of the soul, from each incarnation to incarnation, you're always working in the record. Any question that you ask that gets that yields you an answer, you're working with your Akashic record. It's having that higher self-connection that's going to give you the confidence to not question whether you're in the record or not. Um, that's that's one of the biggest questions is like, well, am I accessing the memories of the soul or am I not? And you have to remember that nothing works from the past. Everything works from the present. So yes, you're picking up on these memories and on that cellular memory that the soul has. But at the same time, you have to work it in the present moment and in the, in the, in the conscious moment that you're sitting in. Can you communicate through them or is it strictly record keeping? Well, it's a compendium of energy and a compendium of memories. You can communicate with it and through it. So for example, when you're reading for another person and you become that channel between their highest perspective, um, between them and their highest perspective, you're kind of sort of the middleman. So you are in a way communicating um, through them. So, the record-keeping aspect of it is the main thing, just to being the compendium uh, of ether or akasha, as we call it. But yes, you're communicating 
communicating through them uh, at any point. Doing a reading, uh, you're communicating with them, and when you're speaking from them, for example, in a channeling, that's that's that communication. So you're always, 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 always communicating through that. Um, and then when it comes to the topic of past lives, uh, yes, the past lives memories are are in the Akashic records. Absolutely, the difference between an Akashic record reading and a, a reading and a past life regression is that generally in a reading you have an interpreter, you have me in the middle. When we do an Akashic regression, which is also uh, my specialty is Akashic records and um, and Akashic regression. Um, Tia. Anyways, um, when we are doing an Akashic regression session, is the difference here is in an Akashic regression, you can feel it. You are gonna see it, and all of that mental, emotional uh, brunt of energy is going to be right there. Is gonna be in front of you. Is gonna be felt. Is gonna be experienced. I sit there with you to guide you through it and help you interpret stuff as to how it relates through through the present moment. Um, from time to time, I will feel it with you, depending on how big the imprint is. Um, but in an Akashic Record reading, then we take that out of the equation and I'm helping you interpret those things. I'm helping you interpret those things, I'm delivering them to you, and I'm helping you engage with them at a lesser at a lesser level. So those are those are the differences. Um, and I think that is all I had for questions. So yeah, good questions. Um, if I wasn't clear enough, just shoot me a message and we can go from there. Um, so I, I teach Akashic Records. I teach them at at the right time and the timing for me has to be right for me to go ahead and, and teach a workshop I the moment that I stepped into my life purpose of being a communicator I started to teach I travel far and wide uh, taught online taught in person uh, all grand and then eventually things started to become just too about money and too monetized and well, when can I do the next level, Christian, after the, uh, the intro workshop so I can start charging and making money and, and this and that. So then when, when things started to get to that point, I decided to shy away from them. And in this 2022, after doing my work of introspection, um, obviously welcoming the frequency that we're welcoming in March, and and all of that so i decided to go ahead and open up my introductory workshop called the mystifying the akashic records um it is a workshop that is going to happen on february february 18th 2022 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over some platform, uh, Zoom, FaceTime, whatever it needs to be. Um, and in that uh, workshop, it's a two to three hour workshop. We are going to go through the theoretical nuances of the Akashic Records. We're going to go through the Hermetic Principles and where they fit. 
we're gonna talk about the Tibetan Book of Life and Dead, Death and where that fits, the teachings of reincarnation, teachings of ascension. We're gonna go through the concept of the higher self connection, and we're gonna cover those nuances. And in that workshop too, uh, we're gonna go ahead and teach you how to work with your own record first on your own time. And we are going to plant the seeds to go ahead and start working with the Akashic records of uh, public places um, in certain places that have an imprint on them. So it is a, a pretty wholesome workshop. Um, we're going to do that uh, on that day in February, which is February 17th at 8 p.m. Sorry, February 18th, the Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll go f- between two to two to three hours, depending on what we have for questions and discussion. And uh, your cost for that is going to be just $50. Um, I don't charge um, astronomical uh, amounts of money when I teach Akashic Records, simply because I'm not in it to make all the money in the world. Um, I'm in it to pass the information and and communicate when it needs to be communicated. Um, and then after that, uh, we will make a decision um, after the fact about how many of you want to take it deeper after you have the chance to work with your own Akashic record. And then I will go ahead and open up the, the next workshop, which would be uh, reading the Akashic records. And that's, uh, that's it'll be a one day workshop. Uh, we'll make it one or two days, depends, and that's when I'm going to introduce you to new nuances. That's when we'll talk about working with your crystals, working with pendulums, uh, working with the cards and how all of that fits into the reading of the Akashic Records. Um, and I will introduce you to teachings of past lives, teachings of multidimensionality, uh, teachings of deja vu. Um, and things that start to hit at a higher octave um, once you're ready to step over that threshold. So, yeah, we're, we're going to have that workshop. It's an exciting time for me to be bringing that back. Uh, I am at a time where I am reconnecting to where I first started and reconnecting to my own basis uh, for me to make it to the next level in my journey, whatever that is. Um, I don't know because nobody tells me anything and I don't ask. I just experience, right? So February 18th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You'll see the poster come out on my Instagram, my Facebook shortly. It's just being worked on. Uh, But I hope that you'll join me. I hope you'll come listen to some perspective. And I hope that you take some good away from it. At the end of the day, that's, that's my only prayer, right? So... I hope that I'll see you there. Um, And yeah, stay tuned for your guidance here. And of course, my favorite part of these podcast episodes is when I get to give you some guidance here from the Akashic Records, of course. And this week, you're being asked not to worry too, too much about the destination. The destination itself becomes nothing more, nothing less than just a checkpoint. Because the journey keeps on going. The journey is never ending, just like the game of life. 
and the game of incarnating and reincarnating you will always continue to do so as long as you want to experience yourself and with that is sometimes destination just becomes the badge the badge of honor for other people to see it but at the end of the day it's your own fulfillment and the fulfillment that comes from the journey have you ever just gotten to, drove to a place and the best part was the drive and when you got to the place it was like oh okay i'm here can i just get back in my car and drive again and that was the best part of your trip and that was the best thing because in that drive a lot happened or a lot was said a lot was seen a lot was done um think about it like that it is sometimes the journey and the little things that are what builds that destination and the destination really is like okay we got here well what's next then we get to embrace something different something new and if we miss those little things along the way then maybe we won't have that mulligan or that um that extra umph to go forward so this week just pay attention to the little things don't worry about the end result focus on the little things and the experience itself because at the end of the day that is why you're here to experience All right, so that is it. That is all for this week. That was the Akashic Records 3.0. I'm sure next year we'll talk about the Akashic Records 4.0. Um, it is really a topic that is so broad and there are so many ways that I can go about it. We can talk about the religious aspect of it. We can talk about so much and uh, I'll cover I'll cover some of those other nuances when it when we get to the workshop. Um, I can only do so much at the podcast level because then I'd be here like give giving you like a 4 or 5 hour podcast if I went ahead and downloaded everything onto you and that is a long listen and it's also a long thing to record so I'm mindful of both of those things for yourselves and for myself so that's why I decided to host a workshop again so I hope that you're going to join me I hope that the stuff that I talked about here uh resonates to the proper octave that it's supposed to for you and um and i hope that it sparks your interest a little bit more gets you to ask questions um and i hope that you'll join us um we'll have a nice bibliography too when i teach the workshop to get you to some books to better understand some of the other stuff better understand how other people do it and how they used to do it uh there's just going to be a lot uh this topic is a lot i will reel it in as best as my ability uh gives me that day with how we're supposed to do it and uh yeah i hope you enjoyed the episode i hope i answer your questions if you have any other questions shoot me a dm uh facebook message or email me and we'll see what we can do this is the akashic podcast thanks again